This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more federal employees could see their student loans forgiven under a newly introduced bill. The DOD CIO says zero trust could have stopped the Air National Guard leaker. And an industry group suggests Biden's proposed greenhouse gas reporting regulation could leave contractors gasping for air. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. Friday, May 5th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. More federal employees could see their student loans forgiven under a newly introduced bill. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The bipartisan legislation would reduce eligibility requirements for the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. Currently, borrowers must be employed in public service at the time of loan forgiveness. That means retired feds and those who have left public service but who have still made all the qualifying payments are not currently eligible for the program. The PSLF Payment Completion Fairness Act would remove this requirement. The bill was introduced in both the House and Senate. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Aerospace Industries Association, or AIA, is calling on the Biden administration to go back to the drawing board with its greenhouse gas emissions supply chain acquisition regulation. AIA says the Federal Acquisition Regulations Council's proposal that would require certain contractors to disclose greenhouse emissions throughout their supply chains would saddle vendors with steep implementation and compliance costs. In a letter to OMB Director Shalanda Young, AIA said the proposed rule is onerous and includes impractical requirements. NSA's mega cyber services contract survives a protest. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The National Security Agency can move forward with this focused Fox cybersecurity analytics services contract. The Government Accountability Office ruled in favor of NSA and its $2.4 billion award to CACI after Leidos protested for a second time. Leidos claimed NSA erred in its evaluation of proposals and how it decided the best value trade-off for this five-year contract for network and exploitation analyst services. NSA initially chose CACI but pulled back the award in November after Leidos and Booz Allen protests. After taking corrective action, NSA awarded Focus Fox to CACI once again. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The top Republican on the Senate Small Business Committee is calling for higher standards for federal small business contracting goals. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. Committee ranking member Joni Ernst is leading bills that would require agencies to only count women-owned small businesses and service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses that have been certified by the Small Business Administration as part of their government-wide contracting targets. Agencies have met or exceeded government-wide contracting goals for service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses for more than a decade, but they've only met the government-wide goal for women-owned small businesses twice. SBA is rolling back self-certifications after watchdogs found contracts went out to ineligible businesses. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Defense Department's zero-trust architecture could have stopped the type of data leak that exposed national security secrets in April. DOD Chief Information Officer John Sherman said if zero-trust had been fully implemented across the services, the Massachusetts Air National Guardsmen responsible 
would likely have been stopped from releasing large quantities of sensitive national security information. Zero Trust includes verification of identity that requires frequent reauthorization for network access. The Pentagon plans to have the cybersecurity program fully in place by 2027. As part of its expansion as an independent command, Cyber Command is building up its acquisition office. The agency wants to model its acquisition program on the office at Special Operations Command. Until now, Cybercom used the Air Force's resources, but it expects to become more independent over the next couple of years. This year, it will start a program management office for weapons acquisitions, and the program will also hire 25 entry-level employees to begin building its workforce. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is taking the lead on a government-wide technology strategy. The White House published a National Standards Strategy for Critical and Emerging Technology this week. It aims to strengthen U.S. leadership in areas like artificial intelligence, renewable energy, and cybersecurity. Under the strategy, NIST will help establish a non-federal standard center of excellence to engage the private sector. The agency will also assist in growing the technical capacity within government agencies as well. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency's draft software attestation form, released last week, aims to ensure vendors are following secure development practices. But security experts say there should be more clarity around how often vendors need to submit updates and why certain security controls were left out of the form. The Office of Management and Budget has directed agencies to collect attestations for critical software starting this June. But despite the tight timeline, experts also say the form provides an important baseline for raising software security standards across government. Military spouses are getting a little help with navigating the federal hiring process. The Office of Personnel Management will hold a two-day event next week for military spouses who are looking to join the federal workforce. A panel of current federal military spouses and HR specialists will offer strategies to best conduct a federal job search. They'll also explain how to apply for federal jobs under the Military Spouse Hiring Authority and go over eligibility requirements. OPM's event will take place on May 15th and 16th. The National Science Foundation is spending $140 million to create seven new national AI research institutes across the country. The institutes serve as hubs for research and development across federal agencies, academia, and industry to accelerate breakthroughs in trustworthy AI. NSF's latest investment will bring the total number of national AI research institutes up to 25 and will extend an R&D network that includes participants from nearly every state. The new institutes are part of a broader launch of several new AI initiatives from the Biden administration. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, May 5th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 